Hey, what's up, dorks? Welcome to Crit Chat. Who's that? Not Esme, and that's not the intro, usually. <laughs> but I'm here with my twisted South Park humour. You, you know me. This is where we talk about the important things in life, like how Esme is too tired from all of that episode 69. Nice! You know what I'm saying. Who is this man? This is not Alfred. <laughs> this is presenter Alfred. Uh... You presented the show before. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but uh, I just thought I'm just improve. I'm just improving it. This week we have Owen Piper. Hello, it's me. I'm tremendously confused. I had a whole bit, and now I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, we'll come back. We'll we'll circle around to the bit. Uh, I we forgot also have the bit, Kai Alfred. Yu. You got rid of it. Hello, everybody. Alfred, it's me. Sent you a script so you didn't have to make something up. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm just the kind of guy who is just I'm just too random for scripts. You know what I mean? It's just Besides, my if, sense if, of humor. If Ismay's script was so good, then she'd be here to do it herself. Exactly. Like if she, had, <laughs> she, if she had any faith in her work, she would just get over her illness and just yeah, do she, it herself. Like if 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 the script is that good, then she doesn't need to be awake to say it. Exactly. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. What? Well, you know, I mean, you know what I mean. So um, anyway, <laughs> I don't. But go on. Uh, so yeah, this week we're talking about uh, clerics mm-hmm. um, and all of the things that they do. Them holy boys. Them, them holy Alfred, holy boys. What are the things clerics do? Oh God, I don't know. They're like, <laughs> it. I mean, it, it all depends, doesn't it? Oh, it's a bit. It's a very big topic. I don't know why you'd ask me this. You're the host. This is so much. Yeah, you know, oh. you know it's like, like sort of like. Sort of bounce off you, right? <laughs> you, you, you've, you've, done, you've done this before, right? Yeah, I've done this before. And you know exactly what you're doing, right? I know exactly what I'm doing. Mm. I have my hands firmly at ten and six. <laughs> and <laughs> on the wheel that is this podcast, <laughs> then, there's, then there's the two kids in the back distracting you, hoping you crash. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. Clerics. Let's see. What, what's our what, what's our opening topic? Who, wh- Owen, what do you? How do you feel about clerics? I am. I, I mean, yeah, they're fine. I haven't got a problem with clerics. I mean, they they work well. They have good party synergy. They have good DPS, good uptime. Um, they get up close and personal with they big hammers or or axes or we- whatever their weapon of choice. I like them. I, th- yeah, they're fine. I like them. I don't get to play D and D, so I have no opinion on cl- on player classes except bards because they ruin everything I put up. <laughs> Um, what? How, so you don't get to play D and D. How? What characters have you played in D and D? Out uh, of interest, the dungeon. When master. have you been able to play? Have you ever? Have you ever played a player character? Once. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I think we have to hear about your one oh. player character then. Oh wait, was it the time? Wait, didn't I play with you? When yes, you, uh, I think so. I think I think that was the one time I've played D and D, and I was a paladin. <laughs> nice. It's the only time I remember. It's the only time I remember playing D and D. Anyway. Yeah. Now- Sadly, I don't think anyone was a cleric. I was a. I died. You died. You were a corpse. <laughs> I died horrifically. <laughs> oh, and I will say that, like, a paladin is really just an angry cleric, so you've kind of just That's played all, a cleric, yeah. you know? Yeah, kind of. I get that. They just they love Jesus. I mean, obviously, like, it's fantasy. Like, you know, they can worship yeah. any variety of gods, but there is the one true god, um, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's good. I like it. It's yeah. yeah. It's funny. I was looking for. I was in the like you know the 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 the, the god lists for like the, the god lists that you can pick from and like the example ones from the Jesus Christ not in there. Not in there. That's no. interesting. Uh, <laughs> I wonder why. It, maybe 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 those chick tracks from the eighties were right and D and D is satanic all along. Thanks mm. thanks eighties priests. I mean, it seems like it. I mean. A whole bunch of uh, historical devils uh, are in D and D, but not Jesus. Oh, like Jesus. Weird. Weird. Very I strange. I guess. I guess the demons won. 
You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I guess the demons won the war. <laughs> won the war. <laughs> History's win win by the victors. And they stay in the side. This has gone wildly off topic. Let's let's circle this back around. <laughs> We're talking about gods. <laughs> or God, I guess. Which is adjacent uh, to clerics, I guess. It's cleric adjacent. It's yeah. Um Kai, how about you? Do you have you have you played many clerics? I have played numerous clerics. I love clerics. <sighs> they might be my favourite class. They might not be. It, I, like a wizard's cool too, but I wasn't invited on that episode. But anyway, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I just want you to know that I would have invited you. Um, as, as I person, don't know what. As the person that edited that episode, Kai, um, no, you wouldn't have wanted to be there. Um, that was a, a nightmare hellscape. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I really like clerics. I like the versatility that comes with them. The fact that each subclass aligns with a domain and of, of like of a deity. And the domains of the deities sort of have to represent everything that sort of ex- can exist amongst across all of them. Makes clerics a incredibly versatile class, and you can take any cleric in a very different direction depending on what you want to do. Um, Weird that the Christian God encompasses all the de- all the domains because he, he he made everything. But okay, yeah, that's fine. That's a lot of work, isn't it? It's just a lot of work. <laughs> it's, it's not a very good design for a pantheon, really. If you no, think not about really. It. A, a, mono, a, mono, a monotheistic pantheon doesn't really work. No, it's not great. It's, 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 you can't really, you can't really. Um, Divide up the labor easily in so, in a system like that. <laughs> but what clerics? So what clerics have you have you like? I mean, have you played a lot of clerics? Then do you know, are there specific domains you've played before I, uh, more than others? I've played the trickery domain a couple of times. Um, That's fun. Trickery. Nice. Fun. That's a good one. I mean, I think I think we'll all agree <laughs> that's the best one to go with. <laughs> it's. I'm kind of torn about it because mechanically the subclass leaves a lot to be desired. Um, but the concept's really cool, and the the um the expanded spell list that they get is really solid and so it i think like just the spell list itself makes up for everything else that the subclass is just this a lot of the features just aren't very useful mm. once i played with a with a trickery domain cleric and he was a gnome and he put he put seven demon penises in all our sleeping bags Oh. Wow! And that's how he got wow. his spells back. That was a really cool roleplay thing. Like he he made he set it with a DM that he got his spells back every day by pulling pranks on people to appease his god. Mm. Right, which I thought was <laughs> tremendously good. It's very good. I, it I, and obviously, I mean, I think the the obvious example is um oh my god, the character from uh, Critical Role. You, you think I watch Critical Role? I have no fucking idea what that show is. God, J- Jester? the character. It's just Jester, right? Jester. Jester. Oh, thank yeah. you. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I was dying. <laughs> you almost got called out for being a fake D&D fan, Kai. Like, not Kai, Alfred. I'm bad mm, with names. Yeah. I'm very tired. But you just admitted to not watching Critical yeah, Role. I, I guess you I, don't. I fully embrace that I'm a fake fan. You pretend that you're not. Okay. I guess you do identify... I mean, you do, like... You did openly say that you've never played D&D. I've never played like, D&D. I've never, played never, even, never even been a DM. But yeah, no, I, the, the trigger domain does seem like a lot of fun. Mm. Um... Yeah, it's a good it's a good example of like domains being instead of um sort of replacing multi classes like I always I always say like I think that the best like the best thing to do instead of multi classing is um build a subclass around the idea. You you have to sort of like either be mechanically minded or or have a friend who is or just find one but uh yeah if you if yeah, you can find, yeah, if you have the means and the opportunity absolutely just make a subclass perhaps if you had a, a group of dms on a podcast that could help you guide you through that process maybe that would be also <laughs> yeah. very useful i would i would think yeah absolutely if i'm it, gonna circle around to that point if only such a podcast existed <laughs> fuck but yeah but but like speaking of that do we do we have um have either of you actually played multi-class characters i was gonna i was thinking we could think of the best multi-classes like rate the multi-classes for cleric so i who can um, the cleric multi-class with in a cool cleric way? i played um was a trickier domain uh tabaxi 
multi-classed with gunslinger. Like the the, the fighter the fighter subclass. <laughs> right. It was okay. very fun. A, a, a cheeky the cheeky gun. The uh the uh the tee you can't I, I, it's it's a trick. And also a gun. Yeah. So you you played the Joker. <laughs> um oh, it is with the his joke. with his fake gun. <laughs> Uh, no, more just like well, 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 the Joker loves trickery. Uh-huh. He worships himself uh-huh. and and also gun and also gun and he has a gun. And that's, was, that's his character. It was I guess. less <laughs> orientated and more like decept, like like uh, more, more like surprise gun oriented. <laughs> uh, like 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 stealthiness and and um, battlefield. Oh, tactics, like a secret agent. Sort of. oh, yeah, okay. closer to that, okay. It was in two of annihilation too, so it's just like. It mostly involved running away really fast and shooting while doing so. Okay, well, that's (laughs) definitely one way to do it. It's not kind of the heroic cleric that I envision when I think of the archetypical cleric, but it's definitely, yeah. It it is sort of the opposite of what I imagine when I think of (laughs) it. I mean, when your god is is the cat lord, the god of cats, like, (laughs) nah. Because you can build clerics to be pretty tanky, right? I don't know, for some reason, in popular culture, clerics get this this um idea that because they're healers they have to be squishy like now nah, you can totally feel the cleric for the front line yeah i mean um, like um, and should and look should do at that the knights templar from history they are like literal knights who but are they also didn't monks. Have superpowers kai i thought that's what we said there has to be he has to have superpowers <laughs> <laughs> but the knights templar are just some dudes that sit around and like be the illuminati that's all they do they ain't they ain't shit you but ain't they slick. serve as the inspiration for clerics which was where i was going with that <laughs> Oh, okay, right. You're on thin fucking ice, my friend. Also paladins, <laughs> but like the sort of traditional archetypical uh, cleric of first edition before the paladin class existed is very much that uh, holy warrior clad in armor with a shield in one hand and usually a mace or a battle hammer in the other because um, holy men uh, during the Middle Ages weren't supposed to draw blood, but uh, they found a loophole where as long as they w- wield non-edged weapons, it only breaks bones and bludgeons people to death and no cuts are ever made so they didn't technically draw blood okay so when you cave a man's skull in yep. and it leaves it's... and you impact it and he and he brain come out he knows that's yeah. fine but stabbing a dude that's against jesus that's the distinct yeah. as long as it's only internal bleeding i've yes. learned something today but internal bleeding is the best card that's where the blood should be so like you're fine <laughs> exactly what's what's the problem with internal bleeding it's just the blood it's still in there it's still in the body what more do you want <laughs> jesus where it's better be but you'll notice that like dnd even carries that like a lot of the art for clerics has the uh have them yeah Having a mace and the starting default equipment has either a mace or a warhammer, depending on what you're proficient in. And I think the early, because the early editions actually had that restriction. I think so, yeah. Literally yeah. went allowed I believe to, so, yeah. yeah. I'd have to go back and check. All I know is, because I only played low level first, um, every class was just shit fighter to like level four. So like, <laughs> but um, speaking of clerics being superheroes, if that if you could choose a superpower and all, there are a bunch of different gods who gave different superpowers, which god? Would you go with for which superpower? I'm so what, confused. What, what superpower what, would be? What question is this? I don't even know the question. <laughs> like, I can't even begin okay, to engage okay, with it pitch. until. Can I? There's can no I just say Okay, Thor, because he's a god and a superhero, and I think that's the Thor answer you want. Thor is a cleric. When you, if you boil it down to it, and Reddit agrees with me on this, Thor is technically a cleric, right? No, I would say if you want. Well, he no, he gets no, his powers from God. No, his, I, his dad. Oh, oh, right. Oh, oh, he uses a hammer. Oh. I would say if you wanted to stat a character as Thor, make a Tempest Cleric. Oh, 
I think that's how. Yeah, he's a, yeah I was going to say Tempest, Temp, Tempest Cleric. Tempest right? Cleric is literally just wanted to designed make to be Thor. Like, I, I refuse mm. to like accept anything else that the designers didn't just say like we're making Thor in a character. Speaking of superheroes, isn't Blade technically a cleric? Wh- why? Oh, really? I well, he loves Blade. he loves Jesus. He hates <laughs> the undead. Uh-huh. He uses a gun. Jesus. He uses a gun. He's technically yep. a cleric. Must, oh, absolutely. he's a gunslinger cleric. He's a gunslinger cleric that hates vampires real bad. Like I can just see like that. Uh, like there's a that guy out there somewhere that's made a cleric that's like secretly half vampire and really <laughs> hates the undead, and he uses a sword instead of a hammer because he's different. Um, <laughs> and he only he mm. only goes out in the night. But I can see that. <laughs> he uses, I think, I, he uses a sword instead of a hammer because he's edgy. Yeah. <laughs> Like a sword. I see what you did, you <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> it's uh, it's just that, yeah. So, Alfred, <laughs> what were you trying to say? What hmm? were you trying to say? Yeah, sorry. Before I completely <laughs> derailed your point, what were you trying to say? <laughs> so each 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 god in the pantheon has gives different superpowers to their clerics. Okay. Which superpower would you pick? Out of, but but imagine it's superhero like like superheroes. So, okay. superheroes, so, superheroes. so you're asking me what is not it, just D and D ones. If I was a superhero, what power would I have? That's <laughs> essentially what you're asking me, right? Yes. Right. But then we should have gods that do those. Are we talking so I have like to link it back to a god? Are, okay. we, are we picking like historical gods or D and D gods or or like modern god? Like it be, the no, we can, we can we can we can create gods. Okay. We will pick a pick a superpower. You can't just your create favorite god. superpower. All right. And then you come up. I mean, all of the. I mean. <laughs> It's D. I mean, it's D and D. Okay. Um, I'm gonna pick a superpower. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna pick. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have space magic as my superpower. Right now, what does space magic entail? It entails the mm. ability to fly to space, uh, shoot like laser beams that look like nova supernovas. And oh, you Captain Marvel? Yeah, it's Captain Marvel. There you go. That's the one. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Okay, but right, like more is. like okay, that, that less like en- like orange energy, more like sort of the beams look like sort of voids with like star fields in them. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. So some kind of star. Some kind of star. Star Lord. Star Lord. Star Lord. Some kind of some kind of Star Lord. Okay, there we go. That's that's our first guard. You might Star-Lord. call yourself a guardian of the galaxy, so to speak. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we got there. This, this is good. I'm enjoying this, Star Lord. I'm writing it down. This is a fun bit. This is a fun goo. <laughs> I'm creating my. Uh, this is. I'm creating my new D and D pantheon. Star Lord is in there. Star Lord's in Star-Lord. there. Chris Pratt. He's the Lord of a Dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh Christ. Um, what superpower would I have were it handed down by a divine entity? That's a question. I don't even know. Thank you for rephrasing my question, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no, way no worries. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's tough. I, I I often think, like, what would I do if I suddenly got superpowers? I'd probably just use them to do normal shit. Like, I don't, I, I mean. <laughs> God, it would be so much easier so to much, get the groceries so if I could easy. fly If there. I had, like, telekinesis, I wouldn't have to, like, do shit. I could just, like psychically move stuff with my brain hey um, Alfred. then again i guess i'm just making a mystic at that point i, I have i have another mm. one can, can i do another one yeah do yeah you do mine for me because Go i haven't yeah. got one all right um i want my super i want it to be uh having a giant robot suit <laughs> 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 and i like the idea of the god giant of giant robot suits robot. whose name is the, the, the god of giant robot suits oh Shin- okay. so it's shinji's dad yeah exactly get in the, get um, in the oh, goddamn mecca What's his name? Mr. Evangelion. No. Oh, God. I'm looking it up. Because it's, it's just him. <laughs> Speaking of anime, we haven't even got onto the anime adaptations of clerics yet. Um, of which Dindo. there are oh many. Of which there are many. 
Um, okay, well, I know what you are. Okay, good. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> the first that springs to mind. Gendo Ikari is the god of giant robots. That's just like, that, that's, that's the one. Yeah. We, we got that's that. him. Thank you. That's uh, my one. Can, 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 you, can you spell that for uh, me? G-E-N-D-O-I-K-A-R-I. Gendo. So the first name was... How's, how's, how's all this footage, is, mate? Are you enjoying this? It's good. It's going to be worth <laughs> it. This, it's, worth, it's worth writing down. Okay, let's go. The Star Lord. Uh, next, next Gendo up. Ikari. Yep. <laughs> This is an excellent pantheon that's just going to become a fucking meme. <laughs> hey, hey, Owen, Owen. I'm do you remember, do you remember yeah. just before we started recording, we were talking about, like, people oh, who were yeah. clerics? San- San- Santa's technically a cleric, right? <laughs> okay. Okay, we're, okay, we're, we're taking a 90-degree turn. Taking, we're we're, we're, we're pausing hard, that topic. Topic turn. pause. I'm, I'm putting a pin in, 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 in Gendo Akari. Um, oh, I was going to say that, like, Santa should go on your list. As the as a as a god, oh no, you're right. Superpower? No, you're, you're oh, you right. want no, okay. you want the superpower of delivering presents because Santa or Saint Nicholas, as we like to call him, which is not what we call him. But the point is, he's Saint Nicholas, who is a saint, and saints are people who go around the countryside doing superpowers and killing dragons and preventing bears and stuff. And so, as we all know, that. Saint Nicholas did kill a bear. Okay, no, um, and fuck the <laughs> dragon. Um, um, and that's how he got his super sleigh powers to deliver presents to children. That's exactly that right. It? That's perfect. Um, and then he turned a load of snakes into elves, I guess. Uh, something <laughs> yeah, like that. Kicked him out uh, of snakes to elves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why there aren't any elves in Ireland anymore. That's it. That's yes, oh, exactly. Definitely. Yeah. That's where they all Santa, went. That's where Santa all kidnapped yeah. all the elves from Ireland as ordained by the Lord Christ, <laughs> and then he became a saint for it or something. Yep. Yeah, no, he's technically a cleric. He's got superpowers. He's got a hammer in some iterations, probably. Does that um, mean he does stuff. that Alfred has to put God on the list? Does Does Alfred have to put the Christian God on his on his pantheon list? Yes. Potentially. Because... <laughs> Uh, well, we'll 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 see. We'll see if he makes the cut. <laughs> we'll see if he's good enough to uh, hang with Star Lord and Gendo Ikari. But I do like the idea of um, this uh, section that I'm now going to go rate that saint <laughs> as we go through um, saints and rate them uh, based on their deeds. Do you guys know I any do. saints and what I they know. do? Look, okay, off I, the top I read of your a, head. Oh. I read a Danny Boyle book in which one of the kids was obsessed with saints for some reason. So I know a couple. Um, oh. There's St. Francis of Assisi uh, I believe he talked to dogs Or something Nice um, what was mm. the Oh I'm actually on St. Francis right now I'm trying to remember what this fucking All, All Saints AllSaints.com What was it fucking called? Hang on Come back to me Alright so I've got one uh, There's a saint uh, known as uh, Saint uh, Magnus I think it was and there are a couple of stories about him. Each saint was a patron saint of something. And um, I love St. Magnus. He was the saint patron mm. saint against caterpillars. <laughs> Sorry, what? Uh, okay. <laughs> he was the patron saint against caterpillars. <laughs> yes. ha- what? What? He's the patron saint of weed, of um, bug exactly. spray. Of, uh, I, I don't of, know for uh, sure, but my theory on it is that, like, most people in the Middle Ages were farmers. And so, like caterpillars eat your lettuce and stuff and so they hate caterpillars so what the, when this guy comes along saying like oh, i hate caterpillars too well he must be great you know mm, but regardless okay. the tracks. um <laughs> there's some stories about uh saint magnus um one where he um he's walking through the woods and there's a bear and he's like oh boy that's a bear it's because it's, it's a troubling sight, this is a great you know? story uh, storytelling master here Kai, Kai you. Uh, yeah i miss being dm'd for instead of like <laughs> Fighting the bear or panicking or running away. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to give the bear some cake. And he gives the bear some cake and the, and the bear's chill with that and eats the cake. 
And then they become best friends. And so he starts traveling around the countryside with this bear in tow, fighting and slaying dragons with a bear. It's fucking great. Wow. Is that, is that the whole story? I mean, it, it was paraphrased. It was a shortened version because okay. we're on a, ti- we're on a you like, think? timeline. <laughs> which, which saint was this? Uh, saint Magnus. Saint Magnus. Saint Magnus the, the, okay. So, I mean, we have... Um, so now we have a subclass that is like... This is like if you wanted to multi-class into Ranger and get an animal companion, but you wanted to be a cleric as well. Mm-hmm, that could work. Mm. Saint yeah, Magnus. Yeah, Saint Magnus would, would definitely fit that. So, what, so you're like, you're like level... Th- two, three, level three feature is you can give cake to an animal and it becomes your friend. <laughs> you have to like have the recipe for cake and the, the ingredients, and it's a verbal somatic and um yeah, <laughs> and the other one, the less important one, material, material cake worth ten g- gold cake pieces, worth ten gold, <laughs> cast speak to animals. Cast befriend creatures, yes. and you have to have a cake worth at least ten gold, all the ingredients to make the cake, um, and then make the cake. It's 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 very similar, but distinct from um, uh, Saint Francis of Assisi, who we talked about, who is the yeah, you're right, is the the patron saint of animals, and he can soothe wild beasts. Yes, he can mm. do that. Um, he doesn't, but he, he can't be he can't be good close friends and slay dragons with those. He people. doesn't no. need cake to do it, so that automatically puts him at least one yes. point above Saint Magnus, who did in fact need to rely <laughs> on the crutch that is pastry to yes, befriend did, his bear friend. Did, do the animals stick around though? Yes, as I as I recall, oh, they do. Well, okay. um, he's like BFFs with all the animals and all the creatures of the world. We all agree that the best saint is Saint Nicholas, right? Because he brings all the presents to the children. And that's that's a very saint noble Nick, goal. Saint Nick is a pretty good... I mean, that's pretty good as saint, sainting. Goes. He's also the only one that's, like, proven to be real. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's true. What? Well, because, like, we don't know if the... Like, the saints could be, like, biblical allegory, but, like, they could... But, like, Saint Nicholas is definitely real because we have photographs of him and I met him at a garden centre one time. <laughs> <laughs> that's true I, I, I just glossed over that I was that sitting part. on his knee we just three days ago we know the saints were real you know that right yeah but like yeah were they real in the same way that Jesus was real in that like yeah there's a bloke who was called no, that no. at that point so, in time like, most of them are like just actual historical figures that like yes they existed we know yeah, that yeah but I don't yeah but Kai Dragons didn't exist so like their stories of their greatness he, have probably been greatly exaggerated you know they still Let's, like they're still saints like happening they still make new saints all the time do they fuck? They really do. I remember when, like, Mother Teresa, were like, oh, let's make Mother Teresa a saint, and they fucking undenied about that for, like, 600 years. Yeah, okay, so And they're okay. still umming and ahhing no. about that now. Yes. They, they, what they do is they, like, they go back about 100 years or so and, and like, retroactively make decide people are now saints. But in about yeah, 100 so years' they, time they from now, canonized. they're going to be all these, like, 21st century people that are like, hey, that, he, that guy was probably a saint. Oh, she was probably a saint. You know, they were a saint. They were a saint. Yeah. Oh shit! Actually, yeah, no, like, oh fuck, they were, they were, they canonized some people like in like 2018 and stuff, huh? Exactly. Mostly popes, mostly just dead popes. Yeah, but like, they are, like, to, to, to give you an example, I can't remember any of their names, but there are a bunch of Australian saints, and Australia, as a a, a Western sort of nation, has only been around 200 years or so. So I'm on a list this of is- top 10 truly badass saints. <laughs> um... <laughs> This is great content for all you. If, I, I'm glad, I hope you're all learning something about how to use clerics in your D and D games. Look, all of this is good inspiration. I don't know about you guys. But mostly when I listen to like D and D ish podcasts, I'm mostly just looking for like random stuff to inspire what I'm doing. This is the most D and D ish podcast I've ever heard. <laughs> like the, the ish. The emphasis on the ish, big ish, mm. right? So, uh, but I just want to, I just want to talk about number one for very briefly. The top number one, top truly badass saint is Saint Qu- Quiteria. 
Quateria. Well, what did they do? So Saint Quateria. This is a uh, mild, uh, slight content warning. Nothing happens, but attempted. The, uh, she's one of nine sisters. The nine girls' mother was a lady of high rank. She was disgusted that she had given birth to nine children, like quote a common animal. <laughs> Uh, and even more so that she had okay blah 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 so okay so she demanded that the the babies get thrown in the river or something something biblical um but then the girls formed a a non-uplet warrior gang what the fuck I'm reading this along with you now. This is amazing. Holy shit. This is the this is this is a D D campaign. This is a campaign right here. Nine clerics. And, like they're nine all a different domain clerics. too, you know. Like there's about nine or ten of them, I think. Mom didn't yeah. want us, so they got we. They tried to drown us. We were too, we loved Jesus too much, so like it didn't happen. <laughs> exactly. They so they tra- the gang traveled around breaking Christians out of jail. That's fuck, fuck yeah, awesome. dude. Vigilantes. Fuck yes. Yeah. They're they're fucking freeing political prisoners. I'm all behind this. Fuck yeah, dude. Anarchy. Wow. Then they were <laughs> okay. Then they were caught and returned to their father who recognized them. He told them all to marry good Roman pagans, but they refused and broke out of jail. And then, and then, and then I quote, then the real badass begin. The, began. Wait, sorry, no, the badass has already happened. This is, they, there's then, more. They waged a guerrilla war against the Roman Empire. Fuck this is yes, great. Dude. Yes. This, is a, this is a campaign right here. Do this. Someone. This is incredible. Oh, we're all learning so much. I'm, I'm learning more about Christian, uh, Christian saints than I thought I would this evening. And you know what? I'm happy with that. Mm. Also, Kai, on this list of 10 badass saints, your dumb St. Magnus isn't on this list, but my boy St. Francis is, so you can eat shit. Just what? heads up. <laughs> he's, he's St. Magnus is still like sort of an underground saint. I'm, I'm not yeah, surprised nah, you haven't heard shit. of him. He ain't shit. St. Magnus ain't shit, Kai. You don't know nothing. Oh, cool. Um, I think that this, uh, I think that this rate that saint has peaked at this point. <laughs> yeah, rate um, that saint has, has. We've seen that ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> just, just now I had a thought. Like the Greek heroes are pretty cleric-like as well, in a way. Yeah, you know, they all have like, uh, like gods who look o- over them, and sometimes other gods who scorn them, and and all that. Um, and sometimes other gods who fuck them. Exactly, both figuratively <laughs> and literally. Particularly, um, earlier uh, Greek stories that um tend not to be told. In one context, um, a lot of these Greek heroes actually have healing powers, just like a D&D cleric. That is good. But yeah, I like the... Cause it's true because they have a very direct relationship with the gods as well, And mm. I think. And um, yeah, I mean, D&D does that a lot. And honestly, I think they should do it more. Like, I mean, there's a lot of... Yeah, like, I, yeah, I don't know. I just like the gods in Greek mythology, the way that they yeah. manifest quite kind of a lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey. Do you guys know that, like, the Greek gods are just, like, in the Forgotten Realms? They're not the actual... I mean, like, there's a list of them, but are they actually in the, the actual Forgotten yeah, Realms? Yeah, in, like, Forgotten Realms canon, they, like, live in... Um, they live on Mount Celestia, and, like, they're there. They haven't been mentioned for a couple of editions, but... Oh, oh I see, okay. That's pretty cool. No, that's very cool. The um, So are the Norse gods, and the Egyptian gods just live in, like, a, a, a country... Like in like Eastern Faroon, they're just like. Sorry, okay. how have we not done this? How is this not? How are, how are more people not talking about this? That's incredible. Yeah, I can't like, believe that they are actually. You can just get on a canon. boat and go see Osiris and fucking yeah. Anubis and have your heart you, weighed and eaten by the by the demon dog set, and you can just get on a boat and do it. Why? Yeah, why aren't so more people was, talking um, about this? There was an event called the Second Sundering, which happened between Fourth Edition and Fifth Edition. It's basically. Um, a whole bunch of calamities and weird stuff happening that sort of explains the law shift between uh, the editions. It's a bit it's like a fl- it's, it's it's flashpoint is what you're saying. Yeah, it's a bit stretched and it's 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 kind of dumb, but there's some kind of cool stuff in it. And one of the things happens is in there's this country called Mulhorand who uh, 
the natives of it are actually the descendants of ancient Egyptians who were stolen away by another race of people thousands of years ago. Don't worry about it. But they've been living without their gods for thousands of years. And when the second sundering happened, suddenly their gods show up and help them in this massive great war. Uh, this happened for a lot of people all around the world. Like, a whole bunch of gods came back to life and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and when, when it was all over, they sort of expected the Egyptian gods to sort of, like, fade off into the wind. We like, like how everything else was shitting normal. But they just, like, nah, they just, like, they stuck around and decided to rule Muharand by, like, literally being there. So, yeah, you can go visit Osiris if you want. Well, I know what, I'm doing wow. all my fucking campaigns from this point forward, because that's dope as fuck. You meet a god and you're like, god, wow, this is a, that's a god. <laughs> you wait, I mean. <laughs> as I say, could you imagine meeting Ra and thinking, nah, I'd, nah, still don't believe in god. <laughs> I've met him, he had a bird head, it's not doing it for me. Bird head. Like, a- atheism is a choice that you can have in D&D and it's like yeah but like God like can wa- there is evidence that God is walking the earth like you can't what are you talking about atheism sort of takes yeah. a different take in D&D um, where it, it feels more like you acknowledge the gods are real but they're not necessarily deserving or capable of ruling over you in the way that everybody else says they do or maybe you choose to reject the notion that they're in charge maybe you say that they're just very powerful yeah. beings or so you're saying no gods no masters only men is what you're exactly. trying to say to me right now <laughs> i don't want to get yes. i don't want to exactly i don't want to get too political here <laughs> I, I like um i also like the um the disc world i'm re- rereading disc world i think ismay is at the same time actually um but the like all of the gods in disc world who are just playing on a game board and yeah manipulating everything that's going on yeah. I also maybe, love the, the visuals of the Discworld gods, like Blind Eye. Maybe the gods are insanely powerful, but they don't actually care about any individual person, so why should we care about them? Maybe that's the reality that you d- decide is how you want to live your life. Yeah. Mm. In previous editions, there was like a um, this very cleric-like class um, called the Ur-Priest, which was basically the way to play an atheistic cleric. The way you get your divine magic, whereas most clerics pray to their god and the god sends them the spells like it it transmits them from the sky down to the cleric the earth priest would go into a trance and they would intercept spells being sent from gods to clerics and take them and the cleric would wake up and just not get their spells because the earth priest has them. I fucking love it. Because the earth priest just got fucking high on peyote and stole them on the, yeah. in a trance. It's dope as hell. Just hack those phone lines. Hack those god phone so lines. Good. Just fucking hack a man. Sunglasses on. I'm in. I'm into. I'm using a man in the middle attack on this cleric. His domain name is mine now. I have it. Oh, his domain because it's cleric yeah. domain. Oh, yeah. see what I did. It My mind just exploded a into a thousand pieces. <laughs> it was a comedy goof. It, it was very good. Thank you. I'm a professional comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, nerds, and welcome to the middle of the podcast break chat with your host, Ismet. Well, I'm not your host this week. That was Alfred hosting this week. Thank you so much to Alfred and the rest of the boys for fucking just jumping on this. Uh, I was just so endlessly sick. I really wanted to record, uh, and I tried my damn bestest, uh, but then I realized I couldn't speak more than a sentence without coughing, and I was like, ooh, that's probably... <laughs> 
<laughs> not a great look. So yeah, thank you so much, Alfred, for being the host this week. So I'm just Ismay, your middle of the podcast break chat friend. Okay, all the things that I do in the middle section. If you want to find us at Crit Chat, that would be super dope. We don't like pay to advertise the show. Uh, so it would be like real cool if you could like share our things from all of our social media stuff because that's the only way that people know that we're fucking here. Uh, it gives you all the episode updates as well as just like a bunch of other chat that we fucking chat about. Who knows? Um, but yeah, go over there, share it around, tell people to like the page and all the crap, and then we'll b- get a bigger Crit Chat family. You can find us over on facebook.com forward slash Crit Chat, all one word, or on <coughs> my entire voice just left me there, or on twitter.com forward slash Crit underscore chat, and then we could chat to you there. We're also in our Discord, and that's in the description of wherever you're listening to this, and we can have like lovely chats on all of these places. If you want to help us out in a money's way instead of a word of mouth way, or as well as a word of mouth way, you can go over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash crit chat, all one word. There's a lot of different levels where you get a lot of different cool rewards. You get like a lot of behind the scenes content and good shit like that. If you get in at the $8 level, then you get little shout outs every so often because I, sometimes I forget to do it. Uh, thank you so much to our $8 plus patrons. It's Emily and Sarah and Thomas. Thank you always and endlessly for your wonderful support. Uh, thank you to everyone else as well. But fucking step it up, bitch. When your name in here, step it up, baby. <laughs> don't know what this is but thank you all genuinely everyone so very very much uh for your all your continued support it means the absolute world to us it helps us you know help people get better equipment and also it helps me um not have to tell my girlfriend that i can't pay for food today nice things like that also i always forget but we also have merch over at redbubble just because you know we don't really make any money off of that that's just so that you can like rep our fucking things all around so if you want that then you can go over to redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash crit chat all one word i have to put up other dumb things because i did promise people a demon fucking shirt but i'm lazy and i didn't do it so that i don't know that'll be up at some point i guess for but for now you can just get crit chat things with their cool logo on it if you do not know, we also have another podcast that a bunch of us do. It is called Half Damage. It is an actual play D&D podcast. We're running through Curse of Strahd, but it's with a very big twist in it. The twist being that it's a reality TV show. It's very, very good. So everyone's got like their on-screen personas and their off-screen personas. It's hard to juggle. The lines are blurred, baby. And it's really cool. I love it very, very much. So you can find Half Damage anywhere that you find your regular podcasts. Uh, the next Half Damage that comes out is going to be another Christmas episode. So it's not our regular heroes, but it's some other friends that we might have met before. So that's a fun one to jump in on. We also have just recently done a catch-up episode, so if you don't want to listen to the early episodes because, you know, the audio is very bad quality, then you can listen to our catch-up episode that just kind of condenses it all into a nice little nice little hour so you don't have to listen to all the previous ones and it gets you right up to date. So again, that is Half Damage and that is wherever you find podcasts. So I'll let you get back to the episode and I will just say now look forward to the next crit chat baby we got something special planned for you so I have two other things that I've always been curious about with clerics uh, I like the I like the I've never never actually heard that <clears throat> I've heard the general like like you know like your power just by your faith like faith broadly is the, the power that clerics mm. have kind of thing mm. 
I also think like I I love the um I love the small gods Terry Pratchett book. I don't know if you guys are familiar. No, uh, I've heard of it, but I've not read it. So the theology of that is like that they're all like these base spirits basically who have no worshippers, and then as a god, one of these like nameless, faceless, consciousnessless uh, gods, they accidentally get a like a, a follower, like someone someone sees something that makes them believe in something, mm. uh, like you know some kind of coincidence and then one of these like spirits kind of gains a follower uh, essentially and then like gains some consciousness and then uh, ascends through just like gaining follow and like you yeah like the actual ability of a god to think and manifest is like related to the number of followers that it has so it's called small gods because there's all these different um you know minor gods yeah i like that it sort of reminds me of um oh it sort of reminds me of the notion of uh local gods gods tied to a specific location often they these are, are the representation of that location like uh they might be like the god of this particular river who sort of is that river and depending yeah. on the sort of size and scale of that place they are uh, like um uh, oceanus was the uh greek and roman god of the river that runs all the way around the earth it's obviously there isn't a river that runs all the way around the earth but that's what they thought it was so it was a quite a powerful god because it is this one big thing yeah so I, yeah ex- exactly that that was another it was another thing that i was gonna there was the second thing that i was gonna bring up is oh um, yeah <laughs> I, like i because i wanted to kind of make a subclass that was about like learning about the gods that are local to wherever you travel to kind of thing so i was oh. calling it the itinerance domain Ooh, um, that's, that's really cool that's a cool idea i like that a lot like that could work yeah. that could work really well in a sort of like eastern style campaign i guess mm. you know what i mean like a wuxia campaign that the book recommends that you do maybe um, yeah because obviously oh, nice. a lot of, a lot of those have like small hometown gods like this this tree is the body of the god that looks after the town shit like that exactly yeah um that could be cool i just love that, that that's like, cool. it fits oh. so much better into like that kind of core like traditional fantasy storytelling right mm. yes you know we're like you leave town and you're in the wilderness and now you're in a place that doesn't belong to the the realm of men you're in a a, a, a place that and gods are a man-made construct yeah that's really cool how would how would it work what would you do like it's, that's it sounds the thing because awesome, yeah cause that, that, that's, my, that's my thing because i love the idea because it feels like the like it would be great to generate mm. story right and generate like and, and like a way an excuse for the dm to like come up with like interesting like gods and stories right I but mean, um i have no idea how it would actually function mechanically <laughs> i don't know about feels... mechanically i can speak i can speak roleplay wise for a sec like maybe I don't know. This this might sound a little bit too like Pokemon, but like, <laughs> you go to sleep in a place. Yes. You go to sleep. You go to like. No, I'm gonna. This. You go to sleep somewhere. Like you. You sleep in a town, and like maybe you're more perceptive to like that local god in your dreams or something. And so you just whenever you sleep somewhere new, you like attune to that place. I don't know how that could work. Mm. Or maybe you do just throw pokeballs at gods. Like it'd I don't- be tough <laughs> to quantify a place as a game mechanic but possible i mean no i think i think i think you can quantify a place as a game as mechanically you can quantify a place fairly easily i don't know about i I mean it wouldn't even need to be a place you could just say like when you sleep the god the god who is manifest closest to you uh i guess so yeah Um, yeah i guess you can just define the gods by the region they cover and that's just up to the dm yeah and like you know, you fall asleep in the wilderness, and like you're nearby a river, and so like a fucking very, very like it's it's a shitty little weir. It's like a creek, uh, but like the <laughs> the spirit that watches over that particular river is just like comes to you in your dreams and gives you water cannon and it could um hydration and it could work by uh, having sort of. Yeah. Ever-changing features. You go to a new place and maybe you get a new skill proficiency. Yeah. But when you go to the next place, that skill proficiency goes away and it's replaced by something else. Maybe your expanded spell list 
is ever-changing as well. You could, like, list a whole lot of different types of gods and locations. Maybe you could have um, sort of, like, a, a table you sort of collate where... Because, like, at each yeah. level where you get new spells, you get two new spells. So maybe the first spell could be dependent on the type of terrain, and the second spell could be dependent on the sort of personality of this particular god and whenever you move to a new place the dm picks like this is a grassland area with uh an angry local god and so you get like speak with plants and fireball or something i don't know yeah that could be cool and like that your dm could like make unique encounters around what spells Hmm. you have um yeah like they put a god somewhere and then they can plan all their encounters around what spells you're likely to pick because of that god's domain and stuff Exactly. Um, I think you would have to have sort of like a base set list of spells that like you know you have at all times, because I feel like too much RNG could be frustrating. Well, it's just um, it's just the two yeah. um, uh, expanded spells. All the other yeah. spells you still get to pick normally. Yeah, because I know you get spells from your god, uh, I believe. I don't, again, I haven't played a cleric. Yeah, so um, the way clerics work is um, you when you finish a long rest, you can um, choose to prepare any of the spells on the, on the cleric spell list, but uh, each cleric domain... Uh, you get a list of extra spells that you always have prepared, which are appropriate to that domain. Right. Okay. And that could and that could change depending on yes, those what's going on. Yeah, that could be mm. cool. I'd like. On that a one. similar related note, I've been toying with this idea where um, a cleric player, just for a, re- a regular cleric, to represent like the the god sort of guiding them and helping them, the DM slash the god chooses the spells for the cleric. And you might think that that's like kind of restrictive on the player and sort of like nerfs them, but I think it could be a cool dynamic if the player's willing because the it's, DM again, it, who knows what's who, the DM knows what's coming, so can give the player beneficial spells and sort of almost like a little prophecy, almost like you look you look at your spell list that the DM hands you and says, "Why do I need protection from evil and good? What's coming? That's that sounds bad. Yeah, stuff like that." I think that could be a that cool. That could definitely work. Um, yeah. you'd have to you have to have the you have to have the right sort of player for that. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people that would would not be down for that because it's like you're taking agency away from me. You're railroading. Yeah, but like the, the, I think immediate. But my first thought is the only the, the only other the, the other thing I would do with it is you could just have like you don't need to declare your spells that you have prepared at the beginning of the day, and then you like hmm. kind of like you you just pick them as you need them from the full list. I would also uh, just like absolutely let a player pray to their god like as a role play thing and ask for aid. Oh yeah, in a particular manner, and then the god would just be like. Yeah, and just give them the spells that they asked for. Here are these spells. So that course, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Also with the with the itinerants thing, I did I did write it, yeah because I, I was thinking about spells that half of it should be like yeah like the the local gods that you go to, but I realised that the other half could be all like kind of more travel themed and um, oh, like I, I've, yeah. there, there are spells like find steed and um, ceremony is a good first level spell and mm. uh, and then you get like kind of broad ones like spirit guardians all of which could just be themed to like wherever you are mm. yeah. well not all of them but like with spirit guardians they can be just be themed to whichever local god you're near and, and uh, find steed is more of like a you know it, it gives a flavor of travel I guess you could also just and have kind a of ribbon like ability feature which helps facilitate travel like you can you don't get exhausted from the traveling ever or something like that yeah or like the terrain of whatever god you're currently attuned to like that's not considered difficult terrain for you stuff like yeah, that. yeah maybe something like that yeah so that's really neat i like that i'll, I'll think yeah. about that 
That's a really cool idea. I like that a lot. Cool. Hey, if someone wants to make that and actually play test and actually play test it, so I mean, we could try that. We did. We did post on on our Twitter at crit chat at crit underscore chat. Uh, We did post the. um, I think it was the the drunken the way the 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 drunken uh, master path of the the angry drunk. That's yeah. That looked really cool. I want to try that. So that was fun. So maybe we'll crowd. Yeah, maybe we'll try to crowdsource something for like. A table of um, cool modifiers or something for the crit, gods, the crit chat adventurers party. You can do it, and it will be terrible because we haven't play tested it. But yes, yeah. yeah, <laughs> it might be fun. Who knows? <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, but I think we're we're winding down a bit now. But we have our traditional um, segment on the uh, class specific crit chats. Um, who who that who that who that pop culture icon? Who who is a cleric in popular culture? Does everyone have? Some picked out. <laughs> I already did a couple further back in the episode, but I can I can use those jokes again if you want. That's true. I'm just just say, just say them again. <laughs> uh, we just have to. We just have to. We have to to observe tradition. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Wait, so who 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 did you who did you say already? Uh, I said blade. Oh yeah, blade. Blade, blade is te- if you really stretch for definition of cleric, blade is a cleric. Again, if you really really stretch it, you could maybe consider Thor, or even like you know, if you want to make Thor in D anD D, just make a tempest cleric, and you've got Thor. Santa, as I said, mm-hmm. cleric, Absolutely. pop culture icon, pop culture icon, Father Christmas. <laughs> Um, I think that's I think yeah. that's all mine. I mean, it's sort way. of mentioned uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion already, but like Shinji Akari is oh, yeah. definitely a cleric, I reckon. So it has um, <laughs> has pseudo religious powers and like is a, a force. I mean, I'm, for hope. I'm flying blind, so if this needs to be defended, uh, Owen has to speak. <laughs> I, you, you. I don't. I can't. I can't disagree with what he's saying, but I can't agree with it in good faith. <laughs> <laughs> what piloting a giant robot is not really a superpower. But I guess piloting the Ava is because. How about like recon- reconstituting yourself from literal like orange goo? That's that's got to be. I like, mean, the power, yeah. right? I get- resurrection. He did that. I Rem- guess. Remember when he I did ca- that? <laughs> what, when G- I remember when Jesus did it. Um. <laughs> also, like gro- like just manifesting giant flaming wings from your robot that can't do that. That's a thing. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Yeah. Also, like you know, ending the world. That's a but thing. But does his power come from God? No, but not all gods are so good. So how is he a cleric? Not all gods are good. I said, does his power come from God? You said no. And no, then, it doesn't, it doesn't how- come from that God. It comes from some other... Comes, it That's comes what I mean. The- does it come from our God? So that's what I'm the, saying to It you. comes from the God that man created and, and the God above looked down upon in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you didn't watch I the mean- show. <laughs> I mean, I guess you're right. Yeah, it's one of the. It's it's something that it, it's funny because we're, we're we're going through like um, pop culture characters. I I've, I realized I don't I even think there's anything really in like the Lord of the Rings that would count as a cleric. Like I guess Gandalf Gan- sort of is Gandalf a cleric, kind of. Rather than a he's wizard. sort of he's more like a fallen Fuck angel. Gandalf's a fucking wizard. Fuck off. I'm not, okay. No, 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 no. Gandalf- but he's a, but he's like the cla- he's classic soft magic uh, character, right? Like it's. But he's Gandalf- a wizard, dude. I, I mean, he's <laughs> called a wizard. No, okay. Gandalf is he's called the a wizard, but it doesn't. He's soft, it doesn't uh, translate well, to true. what we call in D and D. We call wizards. In D and D, wizards are learned types who study their magic and seek to like understand the world using basically the scientific method, but before that was really invented. Gandalf is a fallen Maya, effectively an angel who 
was cast out of heaven to to to, to earth until he's like um to serve to redeem himself right it's you're correct but in the popular consensus the popular culture if i go to a man on the street and say what is gandalf (laughs) they would say a wizard they would not say fallen (laughs) angel they would say he's a wizard he's got a big pointy hat he's got a stick and he shoots magic out of it he's a wizard mate he is a wizard in the colloquial sense but not in the dungeon and dragon sense Oh, this is this is Harry Potter all over again. I'm having flashbacks to the wizard episode, and I don't now, like it. Now, <laughs> what we would call wizards in D and D, they are in, in Lord of the Rings. You would call them sorcerers. Yes, agreed. Yes. So Gandalf's a sorcerer, not no, a cleric. No, no, no. Gandalf is something else. It's not a cleric. Uh, any though. any magic user in Dungeon, sorry, yeah. any magic user in Lord of the Rings who's just like a human who learnt spells. Pretty much the only example of it that we can see is the mouth of Sauron, even though we never see any spells he casts, but he says he can cast spells, and if we believe him, well, then yeah, he's a sorcerer. Hmm. Um, obviously, the necromancer, if the necromancer was actually just who the um, Saruman thought he was, uh, just like a human dabbling in the dark arts, he would be a sorcerer if he wasn't actually Sauron, but makes sense, right? So all, that, all this to say that Gandalf is not a cleric. That's, yes. that's kind of what we're kind of... Pretty much. Right, good. I'm glad we managed to get that squared away. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I really can't think of anyone else who would be a good cleric. Clerics good are often character- characterised by their hatred of the undead. Who hates undead? Blade. Um... Blade, Van Helsing. <laughs> uh, See, Van Ash. Helsing. Now it's Van oh, Helsing. Now, now we're thinking about Hugh Jackman. I love thinking about Hugh Jackman. <laughs> the, guy, the guy from uh, Evil Dead, Ash something. Ash, really... now he's yeah. Ash a cleric. This is Ash Williams a cleric. <laughs> yes. Technically... He hates, he hates the undead. <laughs> he hates the undead. He loves he Jesus, probably. Oh, also he, uh, likes blunt weapons. That's does yeah, he does he weapons. hit anyone with a blunt weapon? He, I, uh, I do not know. A chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the most. He's a boomstick. <laughs> Would a boomstick technically be considered a blunt weapon? It I mean, if you blood. have a chainsaw and you don't have it switched on, it's kind of blunt, right? Yeah, like it's totally not blunt weapon. Like, it's not blood. <laughs> a boomstick. If you hit someone with a boomstick, it doesn't draw blood. Yes, <laughs> if you were it, to hit somebody story. with a boomstick see- or the 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 engine end of a chainsaw, <laughs> that is acceptable. <laughs> you can stay there part go, of the clergy. Yes. Well, there we go. Mm. Ash Williams, cleric. Confirmed. See, I think I, I just think that shotguns are like feel like quite a cleric weapon, right? Like if clerics were a modern day class, it would be they would use shotguns. I feel like, like I, agree. I, I, I think of like I because I want to make sure that like Father Grigori, for instance, <laughs> uh, famous Half Life Two character Father Grigori would oh, be right. a cleric, right? <laughs> because yeah. I mean, he doesn't really have any super. I mean, he kind of has superpowers with his just the cool things he says. I don't know. I mean, he's he's, he's very inspirational. Wit wit is a superpower. Some might say. He's been in yeah. Ravenholm this whole time. That's that's impressive, you know? We don't go there. Fucking yeah. There we go. Popular pop culture clerics. Ash Williams from The Evil Dead and Father Grigori. We got it. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, and one last thing before we go. Do we do we have any other... Can we have? Do we have any more guards? Because I have Star-Lord and Gen, Gen, Gendo Ikari. <laughs> I need another... Um, what what was your oh Owen? What was your what superpower? Pick a superpower. The, I, no, I think I had Kaiju in mind for me because I couldn't think of one. Oh, but, uh, yeah, I, and then, and then have... we, we thought of Santa, oh, and then and we we need okay, we need to add superpowers. like the one true Christian god to the list. I'm looking at cool superpowers. Hang on. So I don't I'm know what pick to pick. The ability to fly, and uh, the god will boring. be the god of flight. Let's say the who is the god of flight? Who is the god of flight? <laughs> we, need, the, the, we just need a name. We, it doesn't need. It just needs a fun. We just need a funny name to go out of. I'm <laughs> googling I'm gonna, god I'm, of flight. I'm, I'm Sky deity. Now that's very cool. <laughs> 
or the Thunderbird. Sky Deity. I googled God of Flight and Sky Deity Wikipedia page was the first thing that came or up. The Thunderbird. The Thunderbird. Ah, Thunderbird. the Tracy the Tracy brothers, yes. What? Tremendously powerful pantheon. <laughs> with their Thunderbirds. Almost, yeah. uh, it's one deity, but it's the Thunderbirds. Like it's the whole team. Yeah, no, they combine to a bigger mecha. They, they become a big. They become a big mech puppet. <laughs> They're like Power Rangers. They, they with their, their powers combined, they become I mean, a god. God can be like three people and one wow. person at the same time. The Thunderbirds can be a whole family. Yeah, I, I like that we've actually like we've grafted all of the Thunderbirds together into one like m- mega Thunderbird and somehow created an episode of uh, Think of the Children. <laughs> job for me dude thank you i appreciate that you're just gonna upload this <laughs> alongside <laughs> okay well i think we're gonna have to start wrapping up oh god this outro says let's give our one last piece of advice before we finish up do we <laughs> i don't know if uh i don't remember doing that anymore uh <laughs> we give advice on this show <laughs> what i'm gonna I'm, I'm just gonna minimize this outro uh, actually no there's stuff that i need on here oh man just scroll okay. past the thought that you don't want to do outside out of mind <laughs> Uh, so yeah, on that note, we're going to have to wrap up. Let's go through any plugs that you guys have. Um, Owen. But I, ha- I had one last piece of advice. Oh, oh you have one last piece oh. of advice? Okay. Oh. So guys, as, do we have I, I any actually last- don't. I actually don't. I actually don't. I'm just, I'm just, Owen, I'm, I'm just messing with you. Oh my god. We did the I, did, I, I, I rewound, rewound and time for this guy. <laughs> he only gets to use four of those and then I he used dies, up one of the, one of the toes on my monkey paw. Oh, that was your problem. It was a monkey paw. It had a terrible consequence. Classic. They always tell me not to use my monkey paw and i always fucking use it and just <laughs> you know you know it's funny it never works out never works out the way i want it to so you've used it once before and now you've used it again you've only got one wish yeah, i've left. only got one wish left i think i'm gonna wish for more oh wishes i'm pretty sure that'll work out fine if i wish for more wishes on a monkey paw <laughs> yeah, <you're wrong>. just <laughs> raise more monkey paws on you i kill I, I think the rest of the monkey's coming for oh, you <laughs> oh the wish monkey is coming the monkey's other hand, but it's still attached to the monkey and it's pissed. <laughs> Actually, I really like. I, I've not had a chance to use it, but at some point, I want to make like the three pawed monkey as a D and D monster, which is just a monkey, but it can cast Wish at will without any negative nice. effects. <laughs> and it has one extra attack. But it has the intelligence and personality round. of a monkey. <laughs> That's that's good. Jesus Christ! That's what good. Is this? What is this? That's kind of like the uh, that's kind of like the the goose the goose in um. Alfred, huh? I beg, Alfred, I beg you, end this episode because please release me from this prison that you've got me trapped. Um, in. I will release you from my prison. Uh, do, do you have any plugs? I have some plugs. I do a comedy podcast. It's called Think of the Children. We kind of did an episode of it here at the end. Well, we we take the things you remember from childhood. And we make them worse um, for profit. Um, we've done some real funny shit. We've got. We've just did our fiftieth episode. You can go listen to that over on totccasa.com. Uh, uh, we. I, I'd love for you to come and take a listen. It's good. It's good. I, I can. I. You. It's got my guarantee. It's got Alfred's guarantee. Whatever, whatever that means to you. It's got Alfred's guarantee. <laughs> Kai, you. Do you have any plugs for us? Uh, yes, I do have a plug. I um do. I also do another podcast. Uh, it is a Doctor Who fancast, which I do with my uh, brother, and it's called. Brothers in time, because it's a time thing, and my brother's there, and we're both brothers, and it's, it's time, because it's Doctor Who. Uh, yeah, we are, it's, it's, it's a silly time, and if you like podcasts where you, people don't really talk about the things that they said they were going to talk about, and you're here, so you probably do, Brothers in Time is probably a good thing that you'd like. 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, you can find that uh, on iTunes or wherever podcasts are found. I've not listened to an episode of it, but it comes with my personal guarantee that it's good, <laughs> probably. Aww. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you'd say such such kind things without any actual no factual problem. evidence. That's what I've been doing for the last two years. I'm kind of just coasting on it at this point. <laughs> One day everyone will um, realise I'm a fraud. They, all, they, they know all about rewinding time <laughs> over at Brothers in Time. Uh, check ah. them out. <laughs> but uh yeah so that's been crit chat you can find us on itunes um by searching crit chat and podcasts and uh you should definitely leave a five-star review while you're there because let's be real this has been a five-star experience uh you can find us on all the best podcasts podcast app podcast 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 apps asks a podcast every other saturday good portmanteau though podcasts yeah you can yeah you can find us on all the best podcasts every other saturday you can also find our social medias uh we're crit chat on facebook and crit underscore chat uh on twitter uh where you can get things like the the beautiful just that like that wall of boyfriends uh from the previous episode just just like find us on social media and look at that just look at them just look at those boys who won that boyfriend bracket by the way i stopped listening after i was forced to drop out <clears throat> that would be me ah you piece <laughs> of shit <laughs> fucking bullshit literally yes. because owen wasn't like owen's incredibly hot demon wasn't in there like that's the only reason <laughs> I, I know that i know i you know i know when i've been tangoed um <laughs> By a demon. <laughs> okay, uh, until then. <laughs> uh, until next time, anyway. I've been Alfred. I've, I've been, been Owen Kai. Piper. No, oh, Owen. Oh, it's alphabetical. I don't know how we do it, Kai. We didn't discuss it. It's always been alphabetical. For, he introduced first me name, first, so is I the problem. First oh, I thought, it was, uh, I thought it was last name. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> but he introduced me first, so I assumed him. we were outroing in the it. same order, Kai. But I have been Alfred. <laughs> <laughs>